Brought to you by Make Fun Network. Welcome to the top five of death. Where listeners vote and everyone dies. Listen and die. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Top 5 of Death and Episode 2 of 2023's Spoooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooo
Oh, sick. So, I play Rocket League. I haven't in a while, but I do. It's down on the bottom of the Discord. Well, shit. Rocket League butts. So Rocket butts. Rocket butts. I'm but a rocket league. butt. Rocket butt. Fighting on my way to my bedroom. That is now the new name of the channel. It's just Rocket Butts. Finally. Um, Charles, how's your spook fest going? Uh, It's going. (laughs) I have done nothing spooky. I just realized I'm gone next weekend. I'm not going to get any Halloween shit done besides Halloween itself. So, Um, Do you have your wedding fully planned yet? (laughs) No. Um... We got uh, we have a potential first dance song, so that's something. Oh, do you want to announce yeah. it so someone can steal it before they get married? Before, uh, sure. Get married before you do. I'm sure a lot of other people who listen to country music have picked this. Um, Hold time, time, it, time, 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 time. What's up? Are you a country music uh, fan? I wouldn't call myself a fan. I appreciate certain artists. <laughs> All right. Well, what is it? Yeah, uh, Jordan Davis by Dirt. By Dirt. So, Yes. Like B U Y dirt. B U Y dirt. Oh, okay. Well, let me um you mind if I I, I play a little uh go, a little bit of it for you? Yeah. Right, this is this is uh the What is it called? By dirt by, by Jordan Davis. By Jordan Davis by dirt. Okay, here we go. Mm-hmm. Planes in the air, the landing gears up. This is Tim Booty Wilson and the Booty Callers. This is where we start the slow sway, right? No. Look at that booty, show me the booty, give me Now you're doing some foot kicks, right? Synchronized, board backwards. Charles, this is now I'm, I'm going to lift her up, and we're just going to start swinging side to side, you know? Yeah. Nice. Charles, that's beautiful. Yeah. It's going to be great. <laughs> I'm... Oh, oh. Oh, excuse me. Sorry. Somebody chewing on their, their microphone way. cable? No. Yeah. Every, I, I think I need a new board. I think this is the end of it. And it's too bad because <coughs> it doesn't work because of my own f- fact that I record in a dirty, dusty basement. And this thing is just covered in dirt and dust. And it, I don't know. That's it, Everything that's fucking up is mine. And I'm very upset about it. Very embarrassed. Dusty old bones full of green dust. Yeah, but um, yeah. Matt, how's your uh, how's your spook fest? Um, spook fest, uh, it's been going okay. We've been trying to go to Headless Horseman Haunted House in New York, but it's been raining every weekend. <coughs> so we were going to go this Saturday. And it's going to rain there again. So I don't think we're going. But we're going to go to another haunted house that I haven't been to before, which is in western mass so that's why we haven't gone so mm-hmm. and it's indoors so i said we should let's go to this one instead i've never been they they claim that they're good they seem to be like kind of a big deal out that way and mm-hmm. i've never been so I, i'm more excited to go to a, a haunted house i've never been to before um so we're doing that so that's going to be some spook fest shit uh other than that i think i've i mean other check-ins uh, anybody else have any other check-ins sam other non-spookfest related oh, non- i mean everything's spookfest right now uh charles i watched uh, the ritual with uh, with kaylee the other night she had oh, seen yeah? it. Uh, she absolutely loved it and uh, on second uh, watch man that's that was a that was a good pick on your list yeah it is a solid solid movie i love that thing all right it's it, i can't can't really talk much about it because you spoil you really want to talk about the exciting stuff you're gonna spoil the whole fucking movie yeah. <laughs> 
Good, yeah. good pick. Not good enough mm-hmm. to win last week, but but a fine no. choice. Oh, what a bitch! <laughs> um, Charles, any uh, non-spookfest related, wedding related check-ins? Man, my work is. I don't know if I'm gonna make it by to the annual <laughs> meeting next weekend. <laughs> Sam, I don't know how the hell you planned your own con- conference. I'm only a very small part of my company's conference, and I'm already fucking worn out. Uh, so. Yeah, I almost broke my my brain um, mm-hmm. in, in a very serious way, and my my mental and physical health suffered dramatically for it. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. uh, so that's how. I can see that. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, that's good. I what happened with my sharing war work stories here. I so like. Two weeks ago, or like maybe three weeks ago, I think I alluded to, I might have mentioned like my boss was leaving and kind of hinted that the startup company is running out of money. Mm. And it was like, okay, well, that might be good. And then like February was going to be like a make or break scenario. But uh, working at a startup company is crazy. I've never done it before. And it is ups and downs, I can tell you that. So uh, the CEO just had this huge conference and we've been like scrambling to get this project done, um, this like AI generative uh, like system that we've been working on. And we had it was like a, a we put out a press release, and there was like this big health you know technology conference that the CEO actually got selected to speak on and give a presentation on what we do. And it went very well. And then like, but between that press release and the conference. Um, we had another round of funding and raise in like over like the weekend raised thirty one million dollars, so we're funded for another good chunk of time. So that's nice. And now it shows because now we're like now the company's taking us out to boat a boat like to like these things that for like you know rewarding us for working so hard to get this thing done. It's like oh nice we got we all got brand new <coughs> like insignia backpacks at work and. Solid gold cars. Solid, yeah. We all got solid gold cars, and oh, cool. Yeah, I got a, I got a plate of blintzes. Ah, <laughs> uh, they were not lousy, but no. So that's good. So that, that's a relief because it was, it wasn't like the most stressful thing on my mind of maybe getting, you know, losing my job because the startup kind of tanked. But mm-hmm. um, I definitely feel better <laughs> about everything now. So that's my update. That and just living the dream. Still have a little bit of a a cough from COVID, so I'm doing my best to mitigate it on the show. But what can you do? Uh, let's see. And you and I got to hang out too. Oh, that's fucking right! I can't believe I just glossed over that. Me too. <laughs> it was that unmemorable. <laughs> Sam, that's not true. I was. I it was a test, and you passed. But Sam came to my house. Sam and Kaylee, and. Oh. Yeah, I haven't seen Sam in person as we realized for probably between the like a uh, majority of th- over 3 years to potentially 4 years. Um that's yeah, how long it's been. January 2020, I think I saw you at the Royal Rumble. Yeah, um, I, I think that was that, it. Yeah, I remember because I remember betting on that one and I believe that's the one where Brock Lesnar uh, came in first and threw out half the participants and he was my pick. Right, so and I, then he lost anyway. 
and then he immediately lost. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> but I remember doing a lot of gloating and that was the last time I saw you. And that was, that was three years ago. We got a whole family now. And- I know. So the last time <laughs> Sam saw me, I had no kids. Yo, that's and, wild. And then he, <laughs> then he came over and I had two with one on the way in on like a way. month. Yeah. Um, and, and I, I will say Wednesday is a little sweetheart. She's very personable. Mm. She is very polite. Uh, she loves to share. She loves to ask you about yourself. Um, that's true. These are these are rare qualities in any human, never mind a you know three year old. Yes, she she is definitely uh, very advanced in the, like you said, being very personable, and she she asked questions about you that you would be shocked came from a three year old because they're so like you're saying they're like so conversational and like very like small talky, but she'll just mm-hmm. be like, you know, how was. How's work today? I was like, uh, good. I got a project done. And she'd be like, that's great, Dada. And it's like, <laughs> <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Funding go through, Dada. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> can I eat again? <laughs> like, yeah, 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 yeah. You can eat. You can eat. Uh, but yeah, no, yeah. So Sam got to meet the fam, and it was very nice to see Sam and Kaylee. I've uh, he gave me some Shutterhound swag, which I've I've used three Ooh. times since I, uh, he's been. He gave oh, it nice. to me. You use the bottle or the or the, uh, <laughs> or the mug. Or both. I use the mug. So full disclosure, um, I'm going to give that bottle to my mother in law. Okay, because great. she is she is a genuine fan of yours and Kaylee's. <laughs> <laughs> and um and I was I was I was not bummed out. It was just like I, I wish she could have met you because she was at the party earlier because she was helping us set up. Um and we told her that you were coming, she was very excited, but you guys were coming a little late and she left. Oh um, that's a bummer. Yeah, it's okay. I'm sure your paths will cross at at some some point. We do enough get-togethers um, where I'm sure it'll happen. But she's a big fan of your stuff, and you know has like a has your book, and you know watches a show, and, and is very into. She's a very big animal lover, so all the all the work that you do, she's been very supportive of. So we like, signed eight by ten of just me for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I took a bunch of candids of Sam while he wasn't looking. I just was texting them to my mother-in-law. Uh, but it was it was it was it was great to see you. Oh yeah, no, dude, I, it was it was great to do that. And I think we got to do more stuff in person. I'd love to do some sort of recording in person. See if we can get Will there. See if we can ship Charles up. Um, mm-hmm. you know, get get the whole get the whole gang together. Ship him up to Boston. Wow. Yeah. If that's the case, I don't know. <laughs> uh, you don't like the Dropkick Murphys. No. You don't like the Murphys? Dude, we'll fucking get him up for St. Patrick's game. Yeah, we'll get him up here for the Pats game. St. Patrick's game. <laughs> Does anybody in in Boston actually yes. like the drop? Okay, I've yet to meet anybody. <laughs> yes. Like Massachusetts is like, oh, I love drop kicks. Everyone I met, the, the one person I know who likes them isn't even from Boston, Massachusetts. They're no, from Minnesota. They're... <laughs> There, it's like your local drywall union. Um, and fucking, Southie, it's uh, Southie. Oh yeah, right? pr- pretty much. The um, my friend, <coughs> an old friend, was on tour with them, and he's from the area, and mm-hmm. he was on tour. This was like his hometown show as well, and it was the only show on the entire tour where they had a restricted amount of guest list because Dropkick Murphys had such a massive guest list i was convinced that half the people in the whole show were just guest listed 
and they're all god they're they all work union construct it's, it's so blue collar <laughs> it's unbelievable and i already don't like them mm-hmm. and i was like like my my friend was on the show and it was it was um my friend's band dropkick murphy's and alkaline trio Oh yeah, and I was like, I fucking love That's that trio. Yeah, <laughs> and the fact that he was like, I might not be able to get you in. I was like, the fuck you can't. Like, what am I <laughs> friends with you for? Like, what's the purpose of this relationship? If I'm not going to get into the show. Um, but I got in and I ate um one of the dudes like specifically grilled chicken breast backstage, <laughs> and then I lied about it, <laughs> and. That was that. You just found a single chicken breast, and you're like mine. (laughs) No, there was there. They had like food in the back, but then there was like this like very specific plate that had like a single chicken breast on it, and I thought it was just like the last one. So I just grabbed a bunch of food, including the chicken breast, and then I ate Uh it. And then I like I literally just finished it like five minutes ago, and I still had a plate of food. I'm just stuffing my face with just. As much free food as I can. And then uh, dude, uh, Dan from Alkaline Trio came in. And he was like, oh, it's like, they didn't, he's like, what's, like uh, what did he say? He's like, uh, they didn't bring the chicken breast back here? And I was like, I don't it's know, like, man. My lucky chicken breast. <laughs> I know. Oh, it's, it's been on tour with from, us. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping it was one of the dropkick guys. <laughs> no, I didn't, I didn't see a single dropkick guy. They were too busy... I don't are you know. sure? Are you sure you didn't see them, or do they just look like everybody else there? They look like every. They could have looked like <laughs> exactly. anyone else there. And, How'd um, that guy get back here? <laughs> I don't know. I was just hanging out back there. It was cool, um, but God, yeah. So to answer your question, a lot of fucking people like Dropkick Murphys up here. It's so Ugh. crazy to be like to live in you know a major American city that has a stereotype, and mm-hmm. you know the stereotype to be a hundred percent correct, and. It, it's like, I mean, stereotypes come from somewhere, and mm-hmm. that is, those are very much real people. A lot. Anyway. Wow. Huh. Sam, did you win? <laughs> yes, I won. <laughs> he won one. <laughs> Woohoo! Hey, I gotta get once once every 20 episodes. I'll there you go. <clears throat> Keep uh, you humble. Yeah. Should we, uh, should we death it up? Yeah, if you're ready. Oh, boy. <coughs> oh, boy, getting ready. Mm. Okay, <clears throat> this is going to take all of my concentration, so no no interruptions, please. <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> By the way, it's really pouring here, so I'm hoping that I don't lose power in the middle of this. <clears throat> right. Oh, is it? It was a crisp fall afternoon. And bo- Guys, lightning literally just struck my house. Hang on, hang on. <laughs> okay. What? What's going on here? What the fuck? Sam? Guys, I think the lightning literally cracked a hole in my foundation. Hang on. Guys, there's some sort of hole. Uh, now, what is it? Really? You probably, probably shouldn't go near that. You've watched enough movies not to know. Guys, this is crazy. There was a hidden room under my house, and I found this book, 
And I uh -huh. don't know what this binding is, but I think it's a I golden really like book. the looks of it. It's full of guys. It's full of sheet music. Sheet music. I wonder what it. Hang on. Let me get my guitar. Oh God! Thank God a Berkeley graduate found this book of sheet music. Yeah, there's some there's something inscribed here. I think it says, "Awaken me with the." Hang on, it's hard to read. The chord of resurrection. What? Well, I mean, Sam, you probably shouldn't be reading this book. So. Wow, that's a really interesting sounding. It's time to die. You've got there. <laughs> Turns out you're a bitch and you're listening to shit. So now it's time to die. Get fucked. Turns out you're a bitch and you're listening to shit. So now it's time to die. Hey there, boy, boy. Oh, Will. What's up? You rented this house through Airbnb tonight too? How weird. Come on in and sit down in this chair made of Charles's bones. I mean wood. And have a drink while I call customer care. That's it. Drink up, my friend. <laughs> oh, clumsy me. Looks like I mix up the vodka and the rat poison again. Hey, I'm sure you'll be fine. <laughs> wow, that's a lot of wine. Get pumped. Turns out you're a bitch, and you're listening to shit, so now it's time to die. Get fucked. Turns out you're a bitch, and you're listening to shit, so now it's time to die. Hello, Matt. I want to play a game. Forty years ago, you left high school for a career as a guitar player. Did you make the right decision? Beat me in a guitar duel, and you'll go home to your wife, your 14 children, and your sweet race car bed. But if I win, I get to test out this rusty chainsaw I found on Craigslist. Uh, yeah, I think I'm wonderful. So get ready. You're first in three, two, one. Yeah, dude. Uh, oh, come on. I, I'm not the best. I don't know why anyone does anything with me at all. I'll be back over here uh, just fucking myself. <laughs> you are terrible. My turn. Hey, 
Let's ask the rest of the gang who they think won. Will? Charles? Charles? Oh yeah, he's a chair now. Well, anyways, Matt, smell you later. Get close! Turns out you're a bitch, and you're listening to shit, so now it's time to die! Get close! Turns out you're a bitch, and you're listening to shit, so now it's time to die! Happy Spookfest, bitches. <laughs> Don't what let am anyone I, say I'm not a gracious winner. What am I supposed to say? Yeah. <laughs> you want to know how I spent the last 48 hours? <laughs> this is, listen, this is not fair. <laughs> this is not fair. I... Uh, <laughs> all right. I, I right. wrote and practiced that guitar solo for like two and a half hours. <laughs> That's crazy because I I probably would have just whipped it out in about a minute or two. <laughs> no, I heard I heard I heard yours. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. That was the best one. I liked what I played in that song. It was different. Oh, uh, Sam, that was magnificent. Sam, oh, yeah, thank you. My hat's off to you. As you got you got to um one over the top desk to the other. <laughs> we uh, you got to make that a downloadable track. Yeah, I, I will. Uh, we can we can put it in the in the Discord. Yeah. Throw it on the fucking um, Discord. Make other people go f- find it. I, yeah, I was I was really hoping to do you proud with some sort of really heavy uh, riff. Yeah, I liked yeah. it. I thought oh, yeah, it, I thought it was good. I um, I have so many production questions on where that. <laughs> yes, so. no shoot. <laughs> no, it's it's too many. Okay, I'm yeah. I'm also very glad I caught on to the fact that this was like a produced bit because when you were like yeah. when you were like uh, I need a lot of concentration for this and I was like okay I like queued up my like <laughs> diarrhea sounds <laughs> and I was like oh and I was like oh no 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 this is like well done mm-hmm. um that would be yeah but I won't lie there was like. A half a second where I was like, imagine if I just ruined his whole thing. <laughs> I'd be like, that'd be such a fucking dick move. It'd be funny, kinda, but it was it was too good to to fault to falter with. But, oof, man. Well, that's how y'all died. I guess so. I don't have to like. I mean, I feel like I should just you're gonna get have my, to uh, get my guitar out, out now. <laughs> you have to pull out that monster mash you never finished. I I wonder if I still have that somewhere. It, the first half is so good. <laughs> you played uh, like the first like the first like right up to the the main yeah. monster mash part, and we were like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> yeah, that was fun recording because I was doing all the voices, and my girlfriend was like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Because it's just me over and over again, just being like, "A monster mash," and then like the monster mash, <laughs> and like just like every like the monster mash, the monster mash. I mean, recording is funny because um, I, I was recording the vocals yesterday with um, the dogs in the room, and I was doing the <laughs> I was doing the get flumped um, gang vocals, which are yeah. like which are like I don't know it's like twelve layers or something of of get flumped. But in order to record gang vocals as one person, you have to do it in different parts of the room. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? So it sounds so you get mm-hmm. the space or whatever. So I'm just running around the room while the track loops and just <laughs> screaming, get plumped. <laughs> and both of my dogs are just like their their heads are just like watching me and they're like slightly concerned. <laughs> that was impressive. Yeah. Thank you. Uh but uh so yeah, get flumped. Uh yeah. you're turns also, out you're a bitch. Yeah. I like your uh I like your 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 tapping solo in there. Thank you. Uh, it was a harmonized mm-hmm. tapping solo. Yeah. Specifically. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Guitar stuff. Mm-hmm. I didn't think hear... that's something that the devil would, would play. Yeah. I didn't hear any sweeps in there, though. <laughs> Tr- trust me, some previous versions had sweeps. <laughs> I would like to hear the previous <laughs> versions. Thank you. <laughs> and I was like, I can't harmonize these sweeps. <laughs> I can't play shit anymore. So I give it a give it a college try. Yeah, I'm I'm a, I'm a bit I'm a bit rusty, but um, part of my my Mr. Dink purchase for after um, after Shutterhound is I would like to purchase a new guitar. So you gonna get really... a uh, a Dan Electro? <laughs> Dude, that was my first guitar, a real one. I, yeah, yeah, a Dan Electro when I was 13 years old, like the bassy sounding one. Um, it had lipstick pickups. <laughs> All uh, right, it was a DC three, uh, <laughs> a little sparkle sparkle finish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, right. yeah. Right. It was. It was. I just had to look up guitar. what this was. This is <laughs> guitar stuff. Yes. Yeah. 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 Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, top five guitars, dude. Oh, we should do top five guitars. I would actually very. That, that might be like. Um, that might be a bonus episode for those who are interested in top five guitars. Because I, man, I remember when I played guitar. I still play. I don't. I, I, that's not true. I haven't touched a guitar. Probably like I don't know, a year and a half. Um. But man, when I used to get like the musician's friend catalog, whew, that was the best mm-hmm. day of the fucking month. Oh yeah, and see what's what's new out there. Did you ever work at a guitar store or anything? No, I never worked at one. I uh, yeah, I never, I never did that. You worked at a guitar center? Uh, not a guitar center. I worked at a place called South Shore Music in Weymouth. Um, they were a, gr- a great, really great mom and pop shop. They're still around. They've been there for like sixty years or something insane. Was it sell seven string fucking Schecters now? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> they sell a lot of like crazy custom shop like handmade bases and stuff like that. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I went to last time I went to a guitar center and I walked in I was like, "What the fuck is this? Am I that out of touch?" All it was like mostly all seven-string fucking Schecters. I was like Schecters were like a joke when I was playing guitar. And now it's like they're like the and like I don't I don't I'm old man yelling at a cloud when it comes to seven-string guitars, man. No, it's the children that are wrong. They are wrong. It's and and like I, oh, I think I've gone on a, a tirade about this before, but like gent that whole fucking concept. Fuck, it's so stupid. It's not cool. It's literally just it's nothing new. And it's dumb. Um, what I will say though, is like the newer bands I hear. It's, it's just wild. The stuff that I hear people play, I'm like, oh, this is just like a this is just like a run of the mill band now. It's like the best guitar players ever. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I think with the uh, with the internet and the the again the access to all the information and the lessons and the YouTube stuff like that, I think people are are, are learning from a much wider you know swath of of people and and having more influences and yeah, I think that's showing because yeah, there's a bunch of like you know fourteen year olds that could play me under the table right now. Yeah, hundred um, percent. But yeah, we can we can have a, a fucking nerdy extra guitar bonus episode Hell yeah, at some dude. Point. I would do that. Probably get probably might be able to find a, a guest for that. That'd be cool. Um 
Is someone like just like discording it up? What do you mean? Uh, someone has like their computer audio chiming in every two seconds. No, I have mine. I have headphones on. Oh. Um. I just keep hearing it's like. <laughs> Um, well, now that I've uh, 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 shared the audio out of my logic board, let me change my input here so that maybe, in case it is me, we'll clean that shit up. Let's see, check, check, check. check. Sound okay? That's fine. Yeah, you're all good. Right. I'm, I'm fucking back. All right. Uh, well, all right. Well, let's get into this show proper here because uh, this week we're talking about something that I was excited about. This was a fan submitted suggestion, and I think when they suggested it, I, I immediately jumped on it on the Discord and was like. Yeah, we're definitely going to do this one. Uh, and this week we're talking about top five Goosebump book covers. Specifically mm-hmm. the cover. No one just heard that? No one just heard that? I did not hear that. Is it no, fucking I didn't hear me? It's probably me. Everything's me. I was going to say, I haven't heard any of the any notification noises. God diggity damn it. Whatever. Uh, anyway, so Goosebump covers. So either of you guys... Were you big Goosebumps fans back in the day? Mm, I can. T- I was a fan of the cover art. <laughs> I did not read them. I read one. Is that one because book. you're illiterate? <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Starting early on, I, there was a. They thought I was illiterate. Well, all right. I specifically remember being brought in and them sending me through a reading test, thinking I couldn't read. Aww. And then you fail? No, I passed, but at the time, I think they realized, oh, he just doesn't give a shit. Oh. Were they, yeah. like, showing you these awesome books? You're like, you don't want to read these? And you were like, no, no, no. Yeah, that's about right. Too were busy, you there? <laughs> too busy chewing <laughs> on a pencil. I can't um, help that those Ticonderogas <laughs> are so delicious. I, I, hmm, so I'm trying to think how old I was when I first started to, like, actually be able to read them i think i was in like third grade third fourth grade and man these were just like the books to get like we would Uh get like the scholastic you know magazine thing yeah the book fair would come on you know Uh once once a school year and it was like oh did you get this one did you get that one it's like yeah i got it and it's just a matter of getting them and then later on in life i mentioned it maybe last week or something but um, I, I, I have the whole first run series now. So I have the, the complete Goosebumps collection. It's upstairs. It's in a bookshelf. Um, I love them. I can't wait. I can't wait to, uh, let my daughters read the Goosebump books. I, I very much look forward to it. Um, and I, they're just, they're just great. And we were made aware of, we did not do this on purpose, but the new Goosebumps uh, specials coming out mm-hmm. and on Disney Plus, and I'm very excited about that as well. Should be out as this episode is out. Ooh. October 13th. Friday the 13th. That's right. Friday the 13th. <laughs> get ready to post those Jason memes, everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, get ready. And mm-hmm. also, if you're listening to this early, uh, be careful out there, everyone. Mm-hmm. So just putting that out there. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, the the Goosebumps books, um, I always got them in the grocery store. Uh, and they were like my 
it was like the thing that I looked forward to. What did they come out like once a month or something like that? Or it seemed like it was more often than that. Uh, I don't know if they were like released on a schedule. I I think they were because I remember <laughs> getting them very regularly. Um, and and I think it was monthly. They came up between ninety two and ninety seven, and then there were sixty two original books. That sound right, Matt? That does sound right. Okay. Um, yeah. But I remember that was that was my big thing. Is it was my special like treat was was to get one of these these Goosebumps books. So I don't know if I had all sixty two, but I had a a giant stack of them and um, absolutely loved it. Loved reading as a kid, um, and I, unlike Charles, was in the advanced reading class. Ooh, look at this Ooh. guy. <laughs> he can pronounce all the syllables. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and sometimes why? I'll pronounce all the syllables? Oh, the word. I get it. I thought you were, I thought you were conflating vowels for syllables. <laughs> um, yeah, this was probably the only time I actively read. Uh, that wasn't a comic book. And these are probably like mm-hmm. the most comic booky books to be read. Um, mm-hmm. So big part of my life very got me very uh, much into the horror genre. It was like this matched up with the Beetlejuice cartoon and the Ghostbusters cartoons. I've just always been a fan of hor- like this t- stuff, horror, but like there's like a certain flavor to I I guess you would call this like you know kids horror or whatever, but um man going through all these I was like oh this is so this is so good um but I did pick five I do have my five um does anyone want to start Sam you won so you can pick who goes first ooh um all right uh Matt you're on a roll you go first followed by Charles and then followed by myself. Alrighty. Mm-hmm. All right. So my number So my number five. I is this the only one? No, this isn't. This is one of the only ones on my list that I haven't actually read. I haven't read them all. This is later on. Um This is later on in the series. Actually, I should have got the number. I should have got the fucking number. Hold on, give me one mm-hmm. second. Um right. while, while you look that up, um all sixty-two of uh, the covers were uh, were designed and drawn by the same person, Tim Jacobus. Uh, he's the original illustrator, and what an unbelievable job he did of figuring out exactly what single image is going to draw in, you know, the target demographic of young kids, and be like, I need to buy this thing right now. Mm. I also so looking this up on fandom, I found like two other alternative covers to this book, which makes me feel like I should um, seek out all the variants. <laughs> uh, let's see. This say this. No, this, is, this can't be right. This can't be right at all. Maybe it is. This is not answering the fucking question I have. Just show me. The, I should just go upstairs and get it. Anyways, I'll just say what it is. We can find out what the number is afterwards. But my number five, I did not read this book, but this cover is, I think, one of the more genuinely kind of scary covers and it's uh you can't scare me hmm all right all right uh the cover is basically what looks like some like mud swamp creatures coming out of a a swamp oh yep oh okay yep and it's pretty terrifying these monsters are not fun looking at all um 
and I very much like the color scheme on it. It's like this like orangey hue um, to the cover and it's just like these menacing monsters. It's just so sick. It's such a fucking awesome cover. And like, you know, it's like this mo- it's this swamp monster. Um and it's got like a gaping mouth and a mean looking face. And it's it's just it just ticks all the boxes and it's such a excellent cover. So that's my number five is you can't scare me. I don't even know what this book's about, to be honest. Uh, these guys look like they're made of airwax, which which is pretty sweet. Yuck. That's <laughs> gross, guys. Airwax monster. But I think that's that's the exact type of thing that like a little kid would be into. Yeah, very much. Oh, it is a fifteenth it's a fifteenth book. What I read I only read like the first twelve. I thought I read like more than that, but maybe I didn't. Um oh I can read you the the, the blurb that's on the back. So yeah, it says it. uh it's gonna yeah. be a scream. Courtney is a total show off. She thinks she's so brave and she's always making Eddie and his friends look like wimps. But now Eddie's decided he's had enough. He's going to scare Courtney once and for all. And he's come up with the perfect plan. He's going to lure Courtney down to the muddy creek because Eddie knows Courtney believes that in that silly rumor about the monsters, uh, about the monsters, mud monsters that live in the creek. Too bad Eddie doesn't believe the rumor because it just might be true. (laughs) (laughs) Eddie, bitch. Eddie Spaghetti is not, I don't know what his name is, but um, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a great cover. It's one of my favorites. It always stuck out to me because I didn't read it. And I've always, every time I've, I glance at it, I'm like, hey, should, I, should I read this in like a day or two just to get it over with? But I'm like, no, I'll, I'll get to it when I read through the whole series with my kids. Ooh, that's, a, that's mm. what a, what a good, what a good part about having kids getting able to revisit these. Absolutely. Yeah. My number five, you can't scare me. Ooh, the um. By the way, for for those interested, uh, the um, the hex code for the color of the book is C six A B zero one, also known as oh. yellow. Oh, <laughs> what? Good start. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. What did I, you? <laughs> so, so. Do you have an inspector? Do I, I? I screenshotted it and brought it into Photoshop, and then used the inspector in there. Yes, to get yeah, the yeah. color. Yeah. So each one of these books is its own unique color, which of course makes it collectible, right? Or adds to the collectivity? Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is every oh oh you mean like the background of the yeah the ba- the background like they're all like there's yes I don't think there's a, there's two of them that are exactly the same Def- shade of whatever definitely not yep. uh, yeah yeah got to catch them all yeah got to catch them all I got them all baby bought them in a bought them in a uh, a lot on eBay but yeah so, all right Charles huh. oh. Uh, my number five is How to Kill a Monster. Oh, that's a good yeah. one. I didn't read this one either. And I definitely, yeah. I know you didn't because you can't read. No, I can't. Um, but uh, I picked this one just because I like the big furry green paws that are on it. You know, But it's a photo of a, a door with a key in it, half open, and then there's monster's paws coming around the side of it. And All on right. the front it says, step one, run. Step two, run faster. Ooh. Yeah. Um this is one that like I just picked it out because uh I like the main look of it. I don't actually remember this one as a kid. But it's uh 
what book number is that? This is 46. 46. 112 pages. That's what the number was back to. It. Um, but yeah, I can read you the blurb, which is Gretchen and her stepbrother, Clark, hate staying at their grandparents' house. Grandpa Eddie is totally deaf, and Grandma Rose is obsessed with baking. <laughs> Plus, they live in the middle of a dark, muddy swamp, as, as grandparents do. Um, <clears throat> things couldn't get any worse, right? Wrong. Because there's something really weird about Grandma and Grandpa's house. Something odd about the room upstairs. The one that's locked, the one with the strange noise coming from it, strained growling noises. That's a that's a kink. That's a kink room. <laughs> There's no way that an adult reads and goes, "Oh yeah, that's just like the that's like where the sex swing is." Yeah, no, they have the ground. They have a gimp tied up in there. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, I hope this book is really just them killing a gimp. <laughs> <laughs> do Do you think this monster is friendly because he's furry? I'd hope so. It kind of reminded me of uh, that like '90s. The, you know the stuffed animal monster from like the nineties. Oh, my pet monster. Around. Yes. Oh my god. That's what it from the eighties. Thought of yeah. Even, is that the eighties? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh wow. Uh, but yeah, that's what it kind of reminded me of. Even though he was blue or purple. I don't yeah, know. he was blue. Blind. Colorblind and illiterate. So. Jeez. Yeah. Surprise! You're you like you function at all in society? Um, yeah. People trust me with their multimedia content. It's very very <laughs> crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is a, this is a good cover. I like the um, I do like the like the the tropiness of just it's like classic, just like monster hands, right? Mm-hmm. Nothing like yeah, it's just generic. You wouldn't describe it as anything other than monster hands. Yeah, what type of monster is it? I don't know, a green fuzzy one. Right, exactly. <laughs> that's, that's exactly what it is. Huh. That's my number like five. A, like a green cookie monster. Hell yeah! Ooh, mm-hmm. yeah. All right, Sam, number All five. Right. Uh, my number five is Night of the Living Dummy 2. Two? Is this the two. one with him on the bed? Yes. Okay. Speaking of kinks. <laughs> hey, whoa, 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 hey. <laughs> it's so me, the-, the dummy. Come fuck my ass. <laughs> <laughs> so, so this one has a pretty wild color scheme to it. So yes. it's, uh, the, the, the mm-hmm. dummy is sitting on a, a pink bed um, with a heart on it. Uh, and behind the dummy is a very curious... And shocked-looking uh, teddy bear, uh, and a horrified-looking uh, stuffed rabbit, uh, and the dummy has a uh, you know his his head is cocked and he's looking menacing, but also the the wallpaper looks like somebody threw up all over it. It's it's <laughs> green and blue with pink flowers, and it's it's really gross-looking, but also just in this weird like your grandparents' attic sort of way. Um, Really, really hard to describe why this is so unsettling with such a, such like a bright color scheme to it. I think it's just like the the way the head is cocked. Absolutely, um, yeah. I was horrified of this of this dummy as a kid. Um, I have the. Uh, I probably need my glasses. <laughs> Hang on. I'm gonna get my glasses. I can't read. Uh, I can't read the words. It's too small. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> the. the <laughs> The Tismur, the words, the Tismur, I can't read them. Uh, there we go. So, synopsis on the back of the book. Night of the Living Dummy 2. Pipsy the Bear and Glub Glub the Rabbit have a big problem. <laughs> Wait. <Yeah. there. laughs> That's how it starts. 
Glug Glub the <laughs> Rabbit. I mean, yeah. Um, Arlstein was pretty creative. It says, uh, <laughs> their best friend, a wooden dummy named Scooter, has hepatitis C. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> okay. He was he was okay. tack- he was tackling some <laughs> he was tackling some shit. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm going Go insane. <clears throat> uh, it says the hepatitis. <laughs> Fucking classic dummies. <laughs> Sorry, this is my first time reading this. <clears throat> this is the hepatitis C virus, or HCV, spreads through contact with the blood that has the virus. <laughs> it's mostly a detailed description. <laughs> and hepatitis C. <laughs> <laughs> I stayed up so late recording that song. <laughs> before, before we recorded, Sam's like, "This is gonna be a wild one." I was like, "Oh, I don't know what you mean." Yep, and now, sorry, now I'm I understanding. Could, I couldn't say much. Um, okay, uh, the hepatitis C virus spreads through contact with the blood that has the virus in it, and that's a problem because with scooters prolapsed people, <laughs> there's yep. always so much goddamn blood everywhere. Oh, fuck me. Jesus uh, Christ. N- newer antiviral medicines are the treatment of choice for most people with the ongoing or chronic hepatitis C infection. But, but wow, it actually says this on the book. It says, <laughs> uh huh. It says, but what oh, many people with hepatitis C don't know they have it. That's mainly because symptoms can take decades to appear. That's why the U.S. Preventative Services Task Force recommends that all adults age 18 to 79 be screened for hepatitis C. Screening is for everyone, even those who don't have symptoms or known liver disease. Pips and Glub Glub don't have symptoms yet, but they know it's only a matter of time. From Scholastic. Oh, wait, are you? So I know these are children horror books. Are you sure that's a children's book? Well, it's really it's about the, um, you know, it's about raising awareness that oh. you know that not oh. everyone you know has symptoms if they have a bloodborne disease and that you know sometimes mm-hmm. of the of the there's a lot of blood being thrown thrown around yeah. uh that can be a cautionary tale mm-hmm. yep Got good, to good for rl stein <laughs> night of the oh. living dummy too that's my number five there you go i got four more of <laughs> all right uh all right i guess i'll go Let's see here. What is my number four? Uh, this is another one that I did not read. Uh, I should have had it queued up, but I was too busy. I like. I was. I had the Night of the Living Dummy two pulled up, and I was just very caught off guard that I I was looking at the wrong and I was looking at the wrong information about the book. So mm-hmm. I got a little confused for a bit, mm-hmm. and then I understood. Um. But my number four is Ghost Beach. Anybody have this one? Uh, honorable mention on mine. Really? Mm. Nice yeah. cover. Very cool cover. Yes. Uh, very cool cover. Very <coughs> very classic. So I, I, the things I like about the ones that I pick for the most part are they're very, I don't know, they're kind of like what you would expect. So like Ghost Beach, for example, is like a sick-looking you know, specter ghost coming out of a grave uh, with, with the graveyard in the background. And the little tagline is, uh, no swimming, no surfing, no haunting. <laughs> Am I right, everybody? 
Sick. Yeah. Um. So, what the hell? Ghost Beach, Goosebumps, baby. The only thing I... I don't know anything about this book either, so I'm trying to find the blurb here. The blurb here. There you go. So here's a blurb for this one. Uh, this is also book number 22. It says, Do you believe in ghosts? Jerry can't wait to explore the dark, spooky old cave he found down by the beach. Then the other kids tell him a story. A story about a ghost who lives deep inside a cave. A ghost who is 300 years old. A ghost who comes out when the moon is full. A ghost who is haunting the beach. Just another stupid ghost story, right? Gotta be honest here. I feel like this one's a little phoned in. <laughs> it's just got a like, quote in a meet. <laughs> yeah, it's like a, a ghost who's 300 years old. A ghost who comes out when the moon is full. A ghost who is haunting the beach just another stupid ghost story right how is that the blurb (laughs) (laughs) you you know i am also seeing on the cover here three dollars and 25 cents this book went for us i feel like that's kind of expensive three dollars and 25 cents all right this is 1992 money so i believe that's worth um 68 dollars today right that's what i'm saying inflation Mm -hmm. thanks a lot biden freaking goosebumps way up there uh, four twenty-five yeah. for our Canadian brethren. Cool. Oh, screw them! What have they ever done? Oh. You got to pay for that health care. One goosebump book at a time. You <laughs> see that they? Uh, I'm not sure if it passed it, but they're trying to pass legislation. They're pretty much going to like, uh, like control podcasts in Canada. What? Yeah. Where? How? Uh, pretty much they'll. It, it's it's. I, I believe the short version is if they don't like what you're saying, they'll just stop you from doing your show. <laughs> okay. That, that feels like a very big, like, uh, what is it? Uh, free the, speech violation? No, that as well. Um, what The FCC feels like a giant, that would be a giant FCC overreach. But. Yeah. Um, it is happening though. They're definitely. I don't know if it's passed or they're, they're going to pass it, but Canada is fucking nuts. Yeah, we do. Uh, some people hold them in high regard for their healthcare, but they got, they got some a lot of other crazy shit going on up there. Yeah, they got. They hey, C- Canada, sort it out, will ya? Jesus Christ, make it just look bad down here. I know. We're the messed up country. Uh, we can't okay. have Anyways. our hat being messed up too. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, be a good hat. Yeah. But yeah, I, Ghost Beach. Um, I thought this made, like, when I saw this, it was, this makes a great, like, album cover. Oh, yeah, that's, like, very much, like, uh, some, like, late 70s, like, like hard rock cover. Mm-hmm. Blue Oyster Cult. <laughs> yeah. Some shit like if, that. Uh, you put Papa Emeritus's face in it, and it becomes a ghost cover. So when they start doing like surf rock, I'm surprised that hasn't been like a series of T-shirts that I have purchased that have a ghost goosebumps mashup. Ooh, oh, we're sitting on a gold mine. I know we really are. Let's get to it before them. Yeah, what are they gonna do? Nothing. Nothing. But yeah, my number four, Ghost Beach. Uh, Charles, number four. Yeah. Uh, my number four is the Haunted Mask. 
Ooh. The Haunted Mask. The Haunted Mask. Jim, Jim Carrey? Um, probably that's actually, uh, if I were to make up what's inside of it, that's exactly what I would say it would be the child horror version of the mask. All right. Um, but yeah, Haunted Mask is, uh, I feel like this is one of the classic ones to me because I didn't read these books, but I can tell you when, uh, I was a, I was, I'm a writer. Um, but this was definitely influenced one of like my earlier writings. But uh, yeah, it's just like it's a little kid in overalls holding up this like I want to say it's like a green kind of like a green goblin mask, hobgoblin mask. It's got big gnarly teeth on it. I think this was the first live action adaptation of Goosebumps. Was this book? Was it this one? Pretty positive. Yeah, it's a it's a striking cover. Yeah, so the the I I read this one I did read because this is one of the or, this is like one of the orig- originals, mm-hmm. um, and the, the premise is just uh, a Halloween mask that you can't take off, and then eventually yeah. just like turns you into the monster that you're portraying. Yeah. Um, but the uh, the blurb is it is uh how ugly is Carly Best Halloween mask? It's so ugly that it almost scared her little brother to death. So terrifying Jesus. that even her friends that so terrifying that even her friends are totally freaked out by it. It's the best Halloween mask ever. It's everything Carly Beth hoped it would be and more. Maybe too much more because Halloween is almost over and Carly Beth is still wearing that special mask. Um, it looks like a Carly Beth. I was going to say is there, if ever is everyone getting an image of Carly Beth in their head? Yeah, and she mm-hmm. definitely has Oshkosh Bagosh suspenders oh. on. Oh yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I yeah. like um it, I'm 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 imagining just like a like dance moms meets like a trailer park. Yeah, that's fishy like, smoking. That's exactly who would name a kid Carly Beth. <laughs> Carly but, Beth, Carly Beth, get your ass in here. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, it's All a great right. color scheme. It's got a nice, uh, it's got a nice green tint to it. But yeah, it's just a classic. This is one of the few things that popped in my head as well for goosebumps. Oh yeah, hundred percent. That's a good one. All right, Sam, number four. Uh, number four is uh, let's get invisible. I, I really liked the exclamation point at the end of this title. <laughs> Um, is this the child horror version of Let's Get Physical? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, Wait, what is it? I missed it. Let's Get Invisible. Oh. So this this cover features a uh, a very 90s uh, looking boy, uh, probably about 10 years old, uh, staring very dramatically at his hand. And you can see in his reflection in a old mirror covered in cobwebs that he is perhaps turning invisible. Although... I don't know. The effect is kind of subtle. I think they could have upped the the invisibility oh, yeah. effect. <laughs> it mostly yeah, just looks is... like he's staring in horror at his own hand. <laughs> Which, I mean, wouldn't he, you? Uh, I mean, a boy his age <laughs> did find out something about himself that day. <laughs> yes. Um, the, on, the, on the cover, it does say, now you see him, now you don't. And that passed a lot of marketing meetings right there. <laughs> They really went out on a limb for that one. Um, on the on the back of the book, uh, it does have a brief synopsis. 
Uh, it says, uh, Gord- Gordy Fallopian was just an ordinary kid in an orange sweater until one day he made a startling discovery. His arms, which had always ended in two blunt stubs, had suddenly sprung little fleshy doohickeys with bendy sausage-shaped bits. His mother, Candace Fallopian, called it a hand, which according to her had always been there. What's wrong with you? What adventures await Gordy Fallopian and his newly discovered hand? <laughs> Allow acclaimed author R.L. Stein to whisk you away on a 600-page tale 600 of, gra- pages. of grabbed butts and gratuitous and extraordinarily graphic self-romance. It's a book that the U.S. Supreme Court deemed a dangerous red flag to R.L. Stein's love of describing the self-pleasuring of young boys. He also has a pet monkey who's wildly addicted to cigarettes from Scholastic. <laughs> <laughs> huh. They were... The, the, the monkey is not featured on the cover, but he is uh, definitely in the book. Uh, it comes in about page 400. Classic Gordy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gordy Fallopian. Um, what's uh, what's the... What, what kind of name is that, Fallopian? A Dutch? That's Greek. Oh. Greek. Oh, that makes a lot more sense. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> Somebody creaking a haunted door. <laughs> Oh no! It's just it's a it's a bathroom door. Fiance's going to the bathroom before bed. I'm sure she loves knowing that that's on. <laughs> Charles, like in the toilet, dude. Yeah. Charles, what am I supposed yeah. to do with that? <laughs> I don't you know, can't man. Say what are that you supposed to, to me? Yeah, <laughs> I can't believe you're gonna marry a shitter. <laughs> Why would you do yeah. such a thing? Well, you know, Matt, you don't choose who you love. I guess so. Probably couldn't read the fact that her shirt said shitter on it. No. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> uh, okay. Who's up? Me? You. I think it's you. All right. Now we're getting into it. Number three. Number three. <coughs> the one that started it all. Number one. Welcome to Dead House. Booyah. Suck on my balls. Um, This... I mean, this was the first one. This is what you know started it all. Classic haunted house on the cover, uh, just old, decrepit house, uh, haunted house. And I'm trying to remember, and this cannot be the case, but a part of me remembers someone actually dying in this book. Ooh. And I feel like this is the only one that this happened in. I should have looked it up, but I wanted to, I don't know. So Charles, you can't read. Sam, you can read. Did you read any of these books? I I read most of these books as a kid, and I don't remember a single thing about them. Okay. Okay. Except for what I read off the the back of the synopsis. Okay. But that's like the one thing I remember here. Uh, I mean, I will say with this one, it says right on the cover of the tagline, it says, it will just kill you. <laughs> That's all you needed to lure in 90s kids. Uh, so I'm trying to uh, trying to see if someone dies. <laughs> Let's read the book. Like the I, whole thing. Right. Should now. Read the whole thing. Is that like is that like a wolf man peeking in through the window on that? <laughs> Oh, now I have to go. Don't tell me things like that. I'm going to have nightmares. Uh, Gerard Wolfman. <laughs> I believe this is his name. 
Um, yeah, no, it says right here. It says when Petey runs away from the Benson family, he is killed by the undead citizens of undead citizens of Dark Falls. Ooh, damn! He probably got away with it for this first book, and then Scholastic <laughs> was like, uh, "Excuse <laughs> me, RL." <laughs> That's exactly what I was just about to say. Was like, well, listen, this thing sold, but come on, man. <laughs> you killed Petey? Can you just maim him in the next book? But yeah, I think this is the only, the only time that this happened. But man, when I heard that a kid died in a book, I was like, I gotta read that one. <laughs> I love reading now. Yeah, I was like, man, this, this book's got everything. They should call it Johnny Deformed. <laughs> Johnny Tremaine. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Fantastic. Um. Yeah. So I definitely. So this got me hooked on on the whole book series, and it did not disappoint. And it's great. And it's a classic. I, I I was talking last week about VHS and how I loved the first one specifically because of the fucking haunted house, um, little vignette that was in there. It's so good. I love a good classic haunted house story. It's such it's such a near and dear um thing that I enjoy and this is a, a child horror version of it and I'm all about it. Beautiful. You say Classic. This is, this is maybe what got you into the whole haunted house thing. Um I don't know because I was aware of the concept of haunted houses before I read this book. But I don't know, maybe it did. I don't know. I just know PD died, and that was crazy. So, it, it's funny knowing a little bit more about how like certain production things work. I can I can see this cover being something like this. The uh, the illustrator um, has this beautiful cover. It's blue, and then the the door opens, and it's this orange that's leaking out. And those two like are incredible complementary colors that go with one another. And then I can mm-hmm. see him submitting that and then be like, great, we love it. And then they slap this random purple color on top of it. And I can see him <laughs> getting the getting the book back and be like, what the fuck did you do? <laughs> I chose these colors very specifically. You can just slap whatever you want on there. It was meant to be a power color. <laughs> there's there's color harmony rules and, and this one just does its own thing. Someone did not have their color wheel when they made exactly. this decision. Exactly. But yeah. All right. Charles, number three. Yeah. Uh, My number three is uh, The Barking Ghost. I almost put this on my list because I think it's truly menacing. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, This is on my list not just because of the dog on the front of it. It's a snarling dog with red eyes, but it's mainly the color scheme of the front of this with the red on the top and the white on the bottom. This book jumps out at you. Mm -hmm. Like you walk by and go, what the fuck is that book? Um, but yeah, this is, it's just a simple cover. And then on the front, it says bad dog, really bad dog. Um, but the blurb is scared of his own shadow. That's what everyone says about Cooper Holmes. But when the Holmeses move into a new house deep in the woods, scary things really do start to happen. Problem is no one believes a scaredy cat like Cooper, but then no one else heard the bone chilling bark late at night. Or ran into two evil-looking dogs who disappeared into thin air. <laughs> you know, what is with R.L. Stein having people live deep in places? <laughs> yeah, it's like every story. He's like, like, all right, R.L., you're due for another book. What do you got? He's like, uh, 
deep like no 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 stop stop doing that it's like uh deep no no deep 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 listen you did deep in a swamp deep in the woods where you gotta stop doing this at least pick a new tundra deep in the desert the dark desert i want to know what breed of dog this is supposed to be actually yeah this dog's got a gigantic forehead on it yeah i was gonna say dogs aren't (laughs) shaped like that um that's fine (laughs) that's fine i'm just glad that they didn't use a dog that looked like a pit bull they get enough of a a bad rap yeah he looks like a bunny actually (laughs) yeah that's actually a fair (laughs) fair thing yeah just some sort of snarling bunny dog with red eyes but Uh, this is like cute what do you think of that photo of the dog as a professional dog photographer? Well, you know, it's all about the eyes. It's about capturing the eyes. Um, mm-hmm. So they did a great job getting those with those red eyes. It also, um, they used a red gel on the left side of the photo, which also uh-huh. picks up on, on the eyes and oh. then also helps separate him from the background. Uh, and oh. then the top, the top is a little hot for, for my personal taste. Uh, it's a bit on the bright side with the direct overhead lighting, but, you know, I'd say as long as it's not clipping... Then, then you're fine. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> yep, that's it. And of course, that was you impressive. Get that, yeah. You get that beautiful expression as well. Yeah. Very endearing. Nice. And and again, another absolute banger of a uh, tagline on the front. Bad dog, really bad yeah, dog. Bad dog. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, You've done it again. <laughs> Over top of all the blurbs, there's another title, which is "It's a Dog Gone Nightmare." I just That's, now noticed these. He he's barking mad about killing you, <laughs> <laughs> right? God, man, this dude just rolled out. Like, how much money did he make off of just writing these simple? Like, holy shit! Know. There there was a cartoon in the early 90s right like a saturday morning goosebumps cartoons like right off the bat is like additional revenue streams and then well he had that he had the live action they've done a movie they did another series and now they have another series coming out yeah and arl stein just turned 80 i think 80 yep he's that old he this is also one of those people i have no idea what arl stein looks like and i'm kind of okay he's a little wormy nerd yeah <laughs> it's one of those people it's like i'm i not i don't feel like looking up what he looks like i just know i'm just like no nah, he's a person who exists i guess oh. how would you describe him oh actually there's there's a there's a cover which i i want to say the, the character on the cover is based off of him i, I don't want to say which one in case it's on anyone's list but um we'll we'll pull it up later um but i'm pretty sure it's based off of him because it does look shockingly like him Hmm. I I wonder. I guess we'll find out. Sam, what's your number three? Oh boy! All right, all right. Um, uh, uh, number three is uh the horror at Camp Jelly Jam. This is my number two. Ooh! All right, you go. Uh, all right, I will. So, this might be. <coughs> this is really sad, but. Um, this might be one of my favorite Goosebumps books, and I still can't remember anything of it. Um, I know it's, it's, it makes no sense, but I do, I remember more so the enjoyment of reading this book, and this is one that Mm -hmm. I did not want to put down. Mm -hmm. Um, 
I don't worry. I'll, I'll read the synopsis after. Sure. <laughs> uh, as to why I like it so much. Yep. Oh, God, if it's not rooted in racism, I don't want to hear it. No, I don't know. <laughs> um, but something about like, I, there was, there was things that I, as a kid had like very idealistic ideas of that I never experienced. One of them being camp. I never went to camp as a kid. Um, what I knew of camp was like, salute your shorts. Mm -hmm. Um, and just like that whole aesthetic of what camp's like. So reading a book was like, uh, I don't know, me reading like a firsthand account of like going to a camp, but it was fucked up because it was Camp Jelly Jam. And the cover is is very off putting. It's mm-hmm. it's really nothing. It's it's you know what it is? It's like um what is that? What is that phrase? Uncanny Valley. Uncanny. Yes, that's yeah. exactly yeah. it. It's it's uncanny valley of a of a camp counselor with just like this fucking weird smiley mouth, mm-hmm. um, and that's it. That's really the only thing that's off on the whole cover is just the the smile of this one camp counselor. This like is he has a, a, like oh go ahead go ahead Charles. This is who I thought you were going to say Arl Stein looked like. No, <laughs> <laughs> is this it? No, no, it's okay. not. It's not. Um, but yeah, it's like this camp counselor has like all of like the same tooth like throughout his mouth. Uh-huh. Like they're all the same size, which makes it extra crazy. And he definitely has like too many teeth. Yeah. He looks like a ventriloquist dummy. Yeah. He looks like a person wearing a person suit. Yeah. Or a thing wearing a person suit. Ooh. Yes. Ooh. And he's got his, he's got his gold whistle and his, and his, his high ass belt. And also uh-huh. like the pose that he's in too, like his head's too big for his body and he's like, He's got his hands on his hips, and he's kind of like thrusting out his bottom part. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's re- it's really off putting. Like the the illustrator really knows exactly how to like make something like th- like it's not like he has like a like a claw or something. Like it's just like a person, but he's just off just enough to make you really uncomfortable. His right. stare is very uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I need it off my screen now. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, ac- according to the um, synopsis on the back, this is uh, Counselor uh, Brick Stintley. It says, uh, Counselor oh. Brick-, Brick Stintley loves just two things, purple hats and big gold whistles. Wait, three things. Brick Stintley also loves pants that go way up to your nipples. Yep, purple hats, gold whistles, and pants so tall you don't you won't know what's what. Condensed to just some 768 single-space pages, the horror at Camp Jelly Jam contains painstaking and meticulous documentation on the contents of each and every room of Brixton's two white houses, which are also featured on the cover. What's in them? You'll have to read to find out, but definitely purple hats, whistles, and pants so tall they should be illegal. From Scholastic. Yeah, that's why I love it. Yeah, it's a lot of uh, just uh, lists. Of what's in each room of those houses. Yeah, I almost named my um, all my kids bricks. <laughs> That's how much I loved it. <laughs> brick one, brick bistony, <laughs> brick bistony, <laughs> and her sister, brick bistony. Uh, I mean, it's a nice strong name. Can't mm-hmm. can't beat that. But I love mm-hmm. this. I love this book. It was so good. It's. And also, welcome to camp. Uh, no, the horror camp, Jelly Jam. Just, just I don't know. It it just ticks all the boxes for my nostalgia bones. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But uh, well, th- that was my number two. 
Oh, yeah. So, to me, it's you. My number two. Yeah. Oh, um, okay. This is one I actually did read. I don't remember a damn thing about it. Um, I picked it solely on the cover as a kid, um, and it's actually one of the choose your own adventure ones. Um, so it is a uh, Escape from the Carnival of Horror. Mm, oh. Unfamiliar. Not part Un- of the original sixty-two. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, I picked a wild card. I know, mm-hmm. but um, it's a uh, as I said, it's a choose your own adventure. It's the only choose your own adventure I've picked, <laughs> I've ever read. But um, wait, wait, hold on. Just, so, time out, time out, time out, time out. When you uh, say you read it, did you read the first page, make the wrong decision, die, and then just call, say you read the book? I don't know, man. <laughs> what was I eight? There's, <laughs> there's, there's no. I like how you like. I read this choose your own adventure book, which. Could realistically realistically be three pages. Now he Good. read the whole book front to back, <laughs> no matter what. Yeah, <laughs> plot made no damn sense. Um, ended several different times. So it was very confusing. But um, yeah, the cover is. I the, I remember the book itself was like a shiny holographic cover, and then uh, it was a alligator like with its head through the bars. And uh, yeah, I don't know if you guys have the co- the cover. I pull it up, but oh yeah, yeah. Choose from over twenty different scary endings, <laughs> all yeah. stemming from the same page. Yes, um, but yeah, this is the only one I have actually read that I can that I remember reading. I may have actually read one another one of the books. Who knows? But um, there's a blurb. Okay. Late one night, you and your friends visit the old fairgrounds. They're putting up rides and booths for the annual carnival. But this year, things look really different, really odd, really scary. This place is the place is lit up by a hundred fiery torches, and spooky music is coming from the main tent. Then you meet Big Al, the creepy carnival manager. He's invited you in to test some of the rides. Will you brave the terrifying supersonic space coaster, risk the horrors of reptile petting zoo, slice through the oily waters of booger bog, or confront the evil snake lady? The choice is yours in the scary goosebumps adventure that's packed with over 20 super spooky endings. (laughs) So how many endings did you get through? I don't fucking know. Five? Sure. As long as you have no follow-up questions, Matt. All 20. <laughs> All 20, yes. I, met, I went through Booger Bog. I met the evil snake lady. The reptile petting zoo. I got back with one hand. You know. As you do. Table right. of contents. Table of contents. <laughs> ISBN number. Glossary on the, on the back. <laughs> Etc. Uh, ISBN number. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this is from the Give Yourself Goosebumps series. Yes. I didn't Should... know if there's more to that series. So It does say number one on the bottom of it, which leads me to believe that they had at least plans for a number two. <laughs> Total entry is, it says 50 published. 42 regular, 8 special editions. What? Oh my god, there is a bunch of them. Okay. <laughs> I, wonder, I really wonder with the amount that he was writing if any of these books hold up. Uh, I'd be curious to read like a bunch 
mm-hmm. at a time and see if they're just like reskin versions of the same thing. Yo, I just pulled up the last one they put up. Give yourself uh, goosebumps all day nightmare. This this is pretty fucking awesome. <laughs> it's uh got a bunch of like I guess rabid raccoons on the front. I don't know. All right. Yeah. Uh, Sam, and this came out in two thousand. The final book, not the one I had up. Oh, nineteen ninety five was the first one I came out. Yeah. He's a busy boy. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Sam, number two. All right. My number two is Say Cheese and Die. This is my number one. Oh, son of a bitch. How (laughs) dare you? How dare you? In my opinion, there are two iconic covers, one of which I wouldn't be surprised was one of your guys' number one, so I won't say it. But this, in my opinion, is the other and superior Goosebumps cover. This one... um. I don't even need to look at it. I already know what it is. It's a, it's a Polaroid photo of a barbecue, and everyone in the barbecue is a fucking skeleton. Yo, it's fucking sick. It's so sick, and I don't know what it is about. So I, I think this is book number four. Um, It might not be four. That might be the other book I'm referring to. And Anyways, it, it's an early onset one, but. It is number four. Hey, there yeah. we go. So look Crushed at me. It. um but this was like this was a big deal in my neck of the woods to have this book i I think i think just the idea that it said die on the cover was like Mm -hmm. the equivalent of just saying fuck (laughs) when you're like a third grader yeah Uh, it's like wow say cheese and die (laughs) um but the cover's awesome. It's it's a lot of fun. It's uh, I don't know. It's 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 just it's just summertime in a horror in a horror suit, and I can't I can't get over it. It's it's such an iconic cover to me. Um, I used to have a shirt that just had the cover on it, and it's great. I love this. I love this cover. The book was good too. Um, it's it's just it's awesome all around. But Sam, please go on. I I, I love um. In general, with the with the cover of a lot of these, how you know they're 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 timeless in a way because they're illustrated, but they're also really dated in the way that when they picture people's clothes, they're very nineties. Yeah. Um, so this this mm-hmm. uh the the mom here, who we're assuming is the mom, um, has some what high waisted uh like denim shorts, uh tightly cinched and kind of flowy at the bottom, mm-hmm. and a and a nice bob. Um, and then the, the the kid, the radical kid, um, the on on the back, he's uh, he's got some Chuck Taylors on. So I mean, those that are, is those the are exact combat. word to describe him. Oh radical. yeah, <laughs> guys, he's rad as fuck. Um, and yeah, as far as what it's about, uh, on the back, uh, they say um, um, they say a picture is worth a thousand screams. That's certainly the case for local contractor and part-time chef Vic Villanova. You see, there are 100 folds in a chef's hat representing 100 ways to cook an egg. But Vic Villanova is harboring a terrible secret. He only knows 92 ways to cook an egg. Hard-boiled, medium, soft-boiled, coddled, curried, scotch woodcock, pickled, beet-pickled, deviled, angeled, hammond, egg salad, egg tetrazzoni, over easy, fried hard, over medium, sunny side up, eggs au beurre noir, 
frog in a hole, <laughs> toad in a hole, scrambled eggs, cloud eggs, baked eggs, shared eggs, eggs Monray, eggs Florentine, egg nest omelets, Amaris frittata, quiche, quiche Lorraine, poached eggs, poached eggs with red wine, poached eggs in soup, Spanish eggs, eggs sur la plate, scotch eggs, eggs Benedict, meringue, cheese custard, Creole eggs, eggs casserole, cheese egg float, cheese pudding, Dutch bunny, Yorkshire pudding, souffle, eggs goldenrod, eggs a la king, eggs foo young, egg timbales, egg drop soup, creamed deviled eggs, and of course, the old floating island. Can Vic Villanova keep his dark secret from his wife, Val Villanova? This is almost as bad as the ghost beach blurb. Oh. <laughs> oh, can Vic Villanova keep his dark secret from his wife, Val Villanova, and his two children, Vic Jr. and Vicky Villanova? Also, how long have they been skeletons? <laughs> <laughs> from Scholastic. Oh. Very good. Uh, Matt, do you do you remember that much egg talk in that book when you read it? Uh, yeah, I mean, it was... I did a book report on it. Oh. And in the report, I just... I just brought in a dozen eggs. I was like, this is the only thing I know is eggs. Mm -hmm. I don't know how to not hear any more about eggs. Excellent. (laughs) Um, Are all those legit ways to prepare an egg? Yeah. And you know, I cut out about 40 from the list just to keep things (laughs) short. (laughs) Jesus. What the fuck is is frogs in a hole? Oh, okay. You got a different one. (laughs) (laughs) What do you want to know about the old floating island? No, I don't yes. care about that one. <laughs> What's a frog in the hole? Um, it's a uh, it's very similar to the toad in a hole. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also, how long have they been skeleton people? <laughs> I don't know. I I was too obsessed with the frog in the hole. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, let's let's look it up. <laughs> All right. Frog in a hole. Such so same as you said with the toad in a hole is a slice of bread toasted. You mm-hmm. cut out the middle of it and you put the uh, over easy egg over medium. Mm-hmm. Egg no, in the of that. no, that's I call that sunny side up bread. Oh, there <laughs> you go. I call that Matt's eggy bread time. <laughs> I call that eggy bread bread man man. Mm-hmm. What is a floating island? <laughs> oh, it's uh, I'll explain this one. It's when you put the egg in cereal milk. Oh. Oh, tasty. <laughs> what kind of cereal? Uh, checks. Mm-hmm. Ooh, which, what type of checks, though? Um, very important. Bank checks. <laughs> oh, ooh, even better. <laughs> Woo! Ooh. If you've ever made the floating island egg, uh, tell us about it on the, uh, on the Discord. <clears throat> I actually want a full, uh, Full cooking tutorial in the in the channel. Mm-hmm. There's an egg mm-hmm. in my ass. Sorry, <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. Yep, mm-hmm. it's one of those episodes. Why is it? I just don't understand why it's frog in a hole. It's oh, it's such an episode like this. I don't know. I, I like halfway through this, I was like, why are we just talking about pictures? <laughs> Trust me, that was my thought last week when you're like covers. I'm like, I like this cover because it's good. <laughs> Yeah, but they're but they're worth talking about. It's just like they're fucking classics. I know. 
there, there yeah. is the thing about Goosebumps cover is there's I have not seen this art style elsewhere. That is very ever. true. That is very, very true. I can't recall this anywhere else besides these things being on like a fucking t-shirt else. That's the only I've only ever seen the Goosebumps covers <laughs> in this style. Mm-hmm. Also, yeah. did this man ever have to work again? Yeah, what if he's done anything do else? Covers? I hope we go deep diving and he's like just got this like weird other business where he just draws like close up clits or something like that. <laughs> he's like the Disney animators, they have to draw. They have to draw him naked after a while. Just hyper realistic pencil drawings of clits. Oof. Oof. We ate some mama. Well, hey, Tim listen, Jacobus. if you Yeah, if you want to email him, it's uh it's T Jacobus. That's J A C O B U S at Jacobusstudios.com. If you want to visit him in person, his address is thirty five Dogwood Drive, Bud Lake, New Jersey, zero seven eight two eight. If you'd like to call him <laughs> No, that's not true. Listen, listen. This is directly from his website. If you'd like to call him, his number is nine seven three six nine one three zero three five. Yo, he sells the <clears throat> prints of these for twenty one bucks. Twenty one. Twenty one dollars. Hmm. Get a print Ooh. of your favorite book. I mean, you can also just download it off the internet for free. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. You could, yeah. but that's not bad. He also Actually, apparently you, sells original. He sells uh, copies of sketches. Yeah, you can get the Ghost Beach, Beach sketch for two hundred dollars. That's I, it. I don't you, know if yeah. it's the. So, these so are hand, oh, they're just hand drawn sketches. Yeah, he he just recreates on demand. them one at a time. Yeah, that's fucking awesome. You can get the "You Can't Scare Me" sketch two hundred dollars. What's this guy's name? Uh, Jim Jacobus. Jim Jacobus. Oh, Jim Jacobus. Oh wait, wait, hang on. I just made that up. Uh, Tim Jacobus. Oh, okay. <laughs> Tim Jacobus. Let me see. Oh, I'm looking at the wrong thing. I want to see if we can get like a if we can get like a uh, a custom piece done for the show. That'd be sick. My guess it's two hundred dollars. That's very well within the price and range. Request, I'm to request a cover sketch. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was my number one. Charles, what's your number one? Oh, uh, my number one is Monster Blood 2. Okay. Yeah. Um, Blood. uh, I picked this one because it's a big, crazy, mutated hamster breaking out of its cage. Um, I apparently had this thing, the cover art of this, on like a little keychain that if you click the button on it, it made like a weird screaming noise. So yeah, that's why... (laughs) I don't know where this fucking thing came from. But uh yeah, never read the book. I don't even know if I owned it. I just remember having that thing. Um but yeah. And uh the cover on the cover it's he's one hungry hamster. <laughs> it really went all out with these. <laughs> yeah. Um what is uh what is the blurb here? It's it's back. Evan Ross can't stop thinking about Monster Blood and what happened last time. It was so horrible, so terrifying. Too bad Evan's science teacher doesn't believe him. Now he's stuck cleaning out the hamster's cage as punishment for making up stories. Then Evan's friend, Andy, comes to town, and things go from bad to worse because Andy's got a present for Evan. It's green and slimy, and it's starting to grow. (laughs) (laughs) How many monster bloods did they make in the original series? Uh, I believe three. 
I'll go uh, four. That was four? Wow. Four? They fucking, um, this guy came oh. to, to Springfield, Massachusetts in July. We just missed him. Oh, oh. What the shit. You're still on Jacobus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I, I want I want to like, I don't know. I feel like this guy's pretty accessible. <laughs> I, I want to know what he's worth. <laughs> like, He's just sitting on a fucking gold mine. Also, I don't know why I'm looking him up. He's going to listen to this episode and be like, I don't draw clits and just like never <laughs> talk to me again. <laughs> I, I, I got to stop burning bridges before I even attempt them. <laughs> It's it's a fine pick, Charles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, great. I mean, I think it's a great pick. I, I I remember this as a kid. Don't remember the book. Remember the cover art on a keychain that I owned as a kid. <laughs> I can see little nine year old you with your fucking your backwards hat and your and your jean oh, yeah. shorts running fucking around with this keychain. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just having it in my desk while the teacher's talking. <laughs> Charles, was that you? <laughs> I can't no. read. I can't read. Goddammit. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, fantastic. It's the gentleman's number one. There you go. Uh, Thank you. S- Sam, wrap us up. Okay. Um, my number one is the most radical of all the covers. Uh, it's Calling All Creeps. Oh, wow. <laughs> this is a surprising number one. So I was caught off guard by just how rad this cover was. Uh, it's a it's a family of uh, purple dinosaur oh, alien people. It's this one coming yeah. <laughs> coming out of a telephone booth. Uh, there's four of them. Uh, it seems to be like a I don't know two two parental units and and then a radical son and then a, a daughter who's eating one of her fingers. Yeah, so I don't get why I, I don't get why these dinosaurs are creeps. <laughs> are these uh, velociraptors <laughs> uh it's yeah it's it's unclear huh? from the from the cover uh from the uh, uh by the way if you want to call them uh it is just dial 555 creep oh yep uh the the synopsis on the back um which may shed some light into what they are uh it says uh mary beth gooch just can't stop eating her fingers worst of all her brother is way too radical Set in the less accepting times of the early 1990s, Mary Beth faces ridicule and torment from the children at her school because she has two dads. On top of everything, her body is changing in strange and unexpected ways. She's grown hair in new places, and yeah, even started that time of the month. But what do her two dads know about womanhood? Can she confide in her super radical brother? No. He's a real piece of shit. (laughs) Will her crush, Tim Toblerone, ever notice her? At least she's just fucking flush with denim. (laughs) That's no problem whatsoever. (laughs) She's got more denim than she knows what to do with. Oh, and she's like a purple dinosaur alien. Who will take her to prom from Scholastic? Oh. She's dealing with a lot of issues. (laughs) Canadian tuxedo. Yeah. Yeah. I like this one because they they dealt with a lot of kind of taboo topics like you know having two dads and be having way too much denim. Yeah, you know, at that time of a of a young kid's age, they have to deal with the denim issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and having a brother who's a real piece of shit. Mm-hmm. I wonder why he's wearing a, piece a of shit. backwards hat. 
Yeah, you can tell because of the backwards hat that he's a real it's piece of that shit. or it's a the striped sweater. Come on, man. Yeah. Who, who are you trying to prove? Mm-hmm. It's being too radical. Too goddamn radical. Yeah. Um completely off topic. A hundred percent off topic here. Has anyone seen Pamela Anderson without makeup? <laughs> Where is this coming from? Just answer the question. <laughs> no, I don't. I, I don't know because it's guess. like a it's like a real life Goosebumps cover. Is pretty much what I'm getting there. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> Aunt Pamela Anderson, no makeup. Oh, um, it's just seven I, days ago. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's like a a bad thing. It's, I'm not like trying to shit on her, but it's just it's very jarring to be like to look at this person mm-hmm. and then someone be like, "That's Pamela Anderson." It's like, wait, what? But She's old. I mean, it's what it happens. She looks like she's turned into what's her name from American Horror Story. Um, Sh- that clown, Je- Jessica Chastain. Is, no, do they make that Jane, name up? Is it, is it Jane Lynch? Nope, Jane that's Lynch. From, nope, never mind. Different. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. I do. I do love Jane Lynch and um, Jessica Lang. Oh, me. there Jessica you go. Lang. Yeah. <laughs> She yeah, she looks like she's turning into Jessica Lang. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> what a non sequitur. Yeah. The uh Also, the, uh in, in case anybody was wondering, Tim Jacobus apparently worth five million dollars. Good for him. Yeah. I mean, he literally is like uh, a com- a complete cultural icon, like his work is. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. I mean, he turned out, I mean, yes, R.L. Stein wrote a book a month, apparently, or whatever, but he also came up with the artwork for this shit. Right. And they're all great. They're great, yeah, but they're all just like on the loosest concept. Like, here you go. Uh, This one's going to be about a ghost. Uh, Okay. Uh, Matt, what was the the iconic one you thought we could have? Oh, I thought it was going to be the original Night of the Living Dummy. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I was surprised you picked choice. number two over that one. Yeah, yeah, me too. <laughs> it just it just had some side characters in it that I liked. Um, little, little jub jub there. Um, jub, by jub, the way, jub. the the book with uh, the man on the front who I think looks like R.L. Stein is the girl who cried monster. Okay. Oh. Oh, he's eating bugs. Yeah, he's eating bugs. Yeah, just some some greasy fat guy eating bugs. Huh. Any uh, any honorable mentions? I have two. All right, actually. hit me. I wonder if uh, that, I only have one. The uh, actually I have three. Excuse me. Uh, the werewolf of Fever Swamp. That's a good one. Yeah, I'm a I'm a mark for werewolf stuff, so that's that was an obvious one. Uh, Lobos. The curse of what's that? We used to call him. A band I was in uh, was obsessed with werewolves, but we just called we called them Lobos, because that's Lobos. like the Spanish way of saying it. Oh, um, the Curse of Camp Cold Lake looks like a. Uh, I feel like that could be like a fucking Iron Maiden cover, <laughs> and then uh, the Beast from the East, because that's just a. I don't know. That's that's one of the ones that just it, I feel like does not fit with all the others. <laughs> You're just the Bam Bam Bigelow mark. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, those are my three. <laughs> nice. 
I liked uh, why I'm afraid of bees because of the kid's flat top that he has. <laughs> it's just a bee with a, a child's head, but he does have a sweet 90s flat top. Sick. Yeah, he he uh he phoned that one in for sure on the cover. <laughs> <of her. laughs> When's his book come out? Tomorrow? Oh, fuck. Ah, <laughs> shit. <laughs> what do I got? <laughs> well, I've got Guy all over here. Just take his hair and then put him on this kid. <sighs> uh, my number, my uh, blah, 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 my honorable mention was go eat worms. Uh, Ooh. Yeah. That's got the worms coming out of the notebook, right? Yeah. Hell yeah. Not that yeah. radical, though. No, it's not radical. It's got worms. <laughs> That's what I'm going to call it. It's got worms. Uh, someone want to go to the list, the fun butt list? Yeah. Uh, I got them yep. up. I'm ready to go. Do it. All right. First, we got uh, X Cotta. Number five, Welcome to Dead House. Number four, Piano Lessons Can Be Murder. Number three, Say Cheese and Die. Number two, Night of the Living Dummy. Number one, Haunted so. Mask. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, we got Gray with Calling All Creeps, Monster Blood, number three, Say Cheese and Die, number two, The Curse of Camp Cold Lake, and number one, Night of the Living Dummy. Uh, next up, Freshest of the Fun Butts. Oh, Minch. 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 Yeah. Minch. <laughs> <laughs> number five, The Abominable Snowman of Pasadena. Mm-hmm. Uh Number four, Monster Blood 2. Number three, You Can't Scare Me. Two, Say Cheese and Die. Number one, One Day at Horrorland. Uh, next up, Don Spagoli. Five, The Haunted Mask. Four, Stay Out of the Basement. Three, oh, Calling All Creeps. Stay Out of the Basement. Is that the, the hand? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, three calling all creeps. Two say cheese and die again. And number one say cheese and die. Uh, next up, Kevin Weaver. Uh, five, the haunted mask. Four, night of the living dummy. Three, the blob that ate everyone. Two calling all creeps. One, attack of the jack o' lanterns. That's a great one too. I'm surprised calling all creeps is getting so much love. Yeah, <laughs> goddamn radical. Uh, next up, we got Josue. Number five. Uh, hold on. Oh, hold on. Oh, you got something? Okay. <laughs> hold on. Let me let me do my boys from justice. Uh da, 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 da. Weaver did ask if the choose your own adventures counted. Uh sure. I'm sure that definitely dictates your list now, but yes. Alright, whenever you're ready. Yep. Alright, next up we got Josue. <laughs> Number five, say cheese and die. Number four, curse at Camp Cold Lake. Number three, Night of the Living Dummy. Number two, One Day at Horrorland. And one, How I Got My Shrunken Head. Those are some good picks. How I Got My Shrunken Head. I don't even know which one that... (coughs) Oh, duh. Okay. Um, Next up, we got Guy Furry. Okay. Say Cheese and Die. Number four, Night of the Living Dummy. Number three, A Night in Terror Tower. Number two, stay out of the basement. Number one, the scarecrow walks at midnight. That's a good, that was a good book. Oh, that was a good book. book. Yeah. Uh, next up, we got CJ Doubleday. Five, horror at camp at Camp Jelly Jam. Nice. Four, four beware of the snowman. All right, that's a good one. Three, ghost camp. Apparently, slash don't shit in the woods. 
All right. Yeah. Uh, two, Night of the Living Dummy. And number one, Attack of the Jack-O-Lanterns. That's a great one. Uh, one of my other favorites, that the, I really liked the story a lot, but the cover, I won't say it was lacking, but it's definitely not a standout, but no one's mentioned it yet, so I'm going to wait till we, we get through everybody. Okay. Um, next up, we got Detective Pretzel. Oh, there we go. Oh, all right. Number five, the cuckoo, the cuckoo Clock of Doom. Cuckoo Clock of Doom. Six, four, You Can't Scare Me. Three, Calling All Creeps. Unbelievable. Two, One Day at Horror Land. And number one, The Werewolf of Fever Lake. Nice. Uh, next, we got Will. <laughs> okay. Number five, Attack of the Mutant. <laughs> That's the one. Oh. That's the one? That's the one I was just going to reference, yeah. That's the one I feel like does not fit in. It doesn't. It's like a sci-fi story. I remember scrolling past and I was like, wait, what the fuck is that? And then I just kept going. It's it's very, it was, I mean, I loved it a lot because I'm a comic book nerd, but it's a comic Mm -hmm. book story through and through. Um, Number four, The Horror of Camp Jelly Jam. Yeah. Three, Four one, of Camp Jelly Jam. <laughs> yeah. She knows what she does. Number three, One Day at Horrorland. Two, The Night in Screaming Armor. Oh, choose your own adventure book. Oh. Number one, How I Learned to Fly. <coughs> he said, since reading this, I have been able to fly in lucid dreams. Oh, you get the fuck out of here. No. Lucid dreaming. Um, and last but not least, we have Afro Samurai. Uh, number five, the horror at Camp Jelly Jam. Number four, one day at Horrorland. Three, the haunted mask. Two, say cheese and die. Number one, night of the living dummy. Nice. Where the fuck is Ryan Brown? <laughs> I was waiting on him to start uh, typing because that's how it's been. I feel like the last <laughs> time. <God> damn it, <laughs> Ryan Brown. If you're listening, you got to put a list in because I got something for you. So I'm like sitting here waiting for it. <laughs> yeah. But I'll wait till he puts a list in. I'll wait till he puts a list in. I know he's West Coast, but we roughly around 8, 8.30 Eastern time every Thursday. I'll tell him a week in advance if I can get a list in. (laughs) (laughs) Damn it. I guess I'll put this away. uh, It'll be worth the wait. fun, butts. No, that was a great great show. Great uh, listening of the, uh, the description of visuals. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, a lot of lot of love for the creeps, apparently. Yeah, I'm tr- actually shocked, to be honest. I'm shocked, Sam. Do you, are, are you going to start writing a song now? You're going to start today, tonight. <laughs> Since- uh, let's set the expectation right up front. <laughs> 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 I, d- I don't always have a free 48 hours <laughs> where I do nothing else but make music. So not maybe yet. A nice, maybe a nice short story. There you, go. There you go. Vote for me. All right. Well, that's another episode in the the uh, the history books of Spook Fest 2023. Uh, we'll be back mm-hmm. next week, and as always, smell you later.